Okay, we're holding in the sixth perek of Mesechtes Ervin. It starts in Samach Aleph Omid Base Perek Hadar. That's where we're holding right now. The sixth perek Mesechtes Ervin Samach Aleph Omid Base. Where the Mishnah says like this: Hadar ima oivid kechovim Someone that lives together with a goy in the same chotza, meaning. Remember in those days, they used to have many houses that were open to one chotza, one courtyard, very famous sugya by Hilchaz Hanukkah. And therefore, because of that, many people shared one chotza. See, you have a go and a yid sharing a chotza. Or someone who's not maskim to the halachas of an eruv over here. What's the din? Like Rashi says, it's umarakuti. How is it oisa olov? This will now usher him from carrying from his house, the Yid, into the Chatzah. Because he's got someone else there that has no shaykhs to the Halachas. That's the problem over here. Right? Since at the end of the day, the house is miyuchot for him, and the Chatzah is basically joined, the Chachomim came along, Chazal usher the person of a Tautal from one Rishos to another Rishos, and let's have an Eruv. But over here, an Eruv won't help. Because a guy or someone who's not asking him to Eruv, can't join in, and therefore you can't make an Eruv, and therefore you cannot carry to the Chatzah. No, doesn't work, doesn't answer it. Ad, when will it? Only when you have two Yidin that are learning, that are living in two different houses, and in, within that one Chatzah, they are the only ones that are going to restrict each other. Nobody else. Right? Because when you have two Yidin, they have to make an Eruv. And therefore, the uh, the goy is not going to help whatsoever unless you have two yidden in there, right? Because you have one goy together with two yidden, and then you have a problem. But one yidden, one goy is not going to be a problem. Omer Rabbi Gamliel, Maisa b'tzedoki echad. There was a meicha with the tzedoki. Shahiyador imonu b'mavoi Yerushalayim. He lived with us in the mavoi in Yerushalayim. V'omalanu abba. And Tati told us, right, Gamil, quickly, quickly, get out all the kingdom into the Mavi. Before this Tzaduki brings out all his kingdom into the Mavi, and basically he asks you to carry in there on Shabbos. It was a different Lashon of Gamil's father said, Go and do everything you need in the Mavoy before Shabbos. Before he does it, and therefore he will assa everything on you. It's a very, very interesting sugi, this one. The Rambam says, that you're not allowed to make an Eruv or lease rights from a person who doesn't recognize the concept of Erevin. Same thing. And there's an obvious question over here. The Chalkas Yaakov and Erechayim Simon Kufpe Base has a question. What happens that there was a meaning that people used to make an Erev and to lease the public Erev from a government official? Now, since almost any Tzibur that builds an Erev has to include non-Jewish people or non-religious Jews who don't recognize Erevin, therefore, leasing space from the government official should basically have no... Uh, Halachic status. Because Yaakov wants the Taina from a Halach and Mishpah at the end of Simon Reish Gimel. Shochanak talks about a Shita that even though the Kenyan of Chalipin is a great Kenyan when it comes to Mammon, but if you do Kenyan Chalipin 
for metaltalin, for movable items, money doesn't work. The reason is, because since the Kenyan is effective on the movable items, it can be effective on money as well. So too as well, when you lease rights from a person who doesn't recognize the concept of Erevin, it's ineffective by itself once one is leasing the rights from a non-Jew. But, if you're doing that, then it works also, if you're doing it works for a Jew, then it also works for a non-Jew as well. Okay, there's another answer as well. The Chazanish brings all different things. Let's move on, Rabbi Yisai. Let's turn the page, Samach Beis, Amad Alev, today's daf, and talk about what the Gemara says on this. Yosef Abaya Bar Oven, Rav Hanano Bar Oven. The Yosef Abaya Gabayu, and they sat over there, the Yosef Abaya, they were saying, Bishlam and Rav Meir, I understand, I couldn't remake a Sovatiwa, so I could come by Dira. That a, a, the Dira of a Goy is considered to be a Dira. In other words, that the Goy's house has the same din as the Yid, meaning he has rights in the Chatsa, which is going to be a problem. So there's no difference in one or two. Even one is going to be good enough. One Yid and one Goy, that's going to ask you. What is he old? If he holds that a dira of a goy is considered a dira, so even one should answer it. But if Rebbe Lezben Yaakov does not hold that a goy should dira is considered to be a dira, then even two yidin will not answer anything over there. So what's going on? What, you're telling me Rameya holds anyway? That what, a dira of a yid, of a goy, is considered to be a dira of a hatanya, we have a braiser, if you have a chotza of a goy, has mamish a, a din of a, like, a, like an animal place over there. What's the Gemara talks about this later? Base. But we'll talk about that over there. So if that's the case, so if you have a goy living over there, why should that asa on a chotza, it's like an animal place over there. So what's going on? Everybody, remain Rebeleza, or all mask him, that if a guy lives somewhere, that's not considered to be a dira. Meaning, when we say it's not considered to be a dira, we mean clappy, this halacha, that we don't give it a din, that they can ask on anyone else. The machaikas over here is whether or not, Hazal made a gzeira, because we don't want a person to get involved, and therefore he'll come to learn from the guy. Right, we had this many, many times, right? Pas akum, gvinas akum, yain akum. There's so much, so many gvzeiras drew a bond on that come out because Chazal didn't want a person to get involved in what a goyim is doing. And therefore, maybe this is the same thing as well over here. Right, Rashi explains the same thing. Rashi says that Chazal wanted to be, they were worried that if a yid and a goy is sharing a chotzer and they're allowed to carry from one to the other, who knows what's going to happen? Who knows what the tzitzah gotten over there, Shabbos afternoon? Since a goy is choshen on killing, so if you have two yidden, so that's when the ma'aseh the chazal made exer. One yid with a goy living together is something which is so not normal. It's something something it's not 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 shchiach. It doesn't happen. The ma'aseh chazal didn't make the exer. They only made the exer when you have two yidden. That could that, that could happen. That's very normal. But one yid and one goy, no. Nah. We're not sure that happens, and maybe there's no zero on such a case. Maybe sometimes it will happen, it will happen, and therefore, if that's the case, we may hold that's the reason why there's a zero. It's just interesting, it's very, very interesting that um, what could be the case over here is a situation which is, you know, what happens if. Um, yeah. 
Chazal, yeah, that's right. So, so there's a tshuva in the Shvus Yaakov, Shvus Yaakov Chedid Beisim and Zayin, that he says that since the the, the, the Chazal's Xavier here was was put up to prevent Yidden from learning after the Goyim, it's not negated so much in our times, and therefore it's difficult to find the place he says to live, and therefore it's not appropriate to be strict regarding these halachas. That's what the, that's what the Shvus Yaakov, Rabbi Yaakov writes, brings brings down, and you find this also the Shulchan Aruch in Yehudah and Tesivala brings down as well. It says Midaraisa, you're allowed to lend money to a goy with ribis. Chazal, the Rabbonon came along and said it's Asa. Why? For the same reason. The Shach says over there in Hilchus Rebus because we're worried that maybe you're going to learn from the Goyim. Unless it's your only way of making Panasa or it's a Talmud Chacham. Nowadays comes along the Ramah and says everything's Mota. Says the Shach's gotten base. What's the Pshat? Nowadays anyone is allowed to lend money to a Goy since it's almost impossible to do business if you don't interact with Goyim. And therefore the Halacha doesn't doesn't against. You see that that which Chazal sometimes told us we have to understand it in every generation to see if it's Negei or not. The only thing is, in the Chalkas Yaakov, in the Ochan Shem Kupe base, he brings down the difference between the Shulchan Aruch and the Ramah, the Gabe, uh, um, Ribis, and what we're talking about over here. And he says, in the case of Ribis, even after Chazal made the Xera, they allowed certain exceptions. Therefore, nowadays, when the idea doesn't apply, we don't have to do it. Mashain Kane. Over here in our Gemara, we're talking about basically renting places from a guy. Chazal never gave us exceptions. And since Chazal never gave us any rule for an exception, we don't have the rishus to come along and say, it's not Negein anymore. So there's always a difference between each case, and you have to know the difference. Weiter. Vom Rabbanon, ein Eruv, moil, b'mokim, ovekachavim. Eruv doesn't work in any place where there's a guy you should live. A guy lives. Vain bittle wishes, moil, b'mokim, ovekachavim. And also, bittle wishes also won't help you in a place where the goyim live. Ad, she yaske. Unless you basically, unless the uh, goy rents out his place, his rights of the chotza, but ovekachavim, laimoga. And generally, he won't want to do that, and therefore that's the reason why it's a problematic thing, and therefore we don't want the Yidin to live there, and they'll move away. My timer, why will a guy not want to do this? Well, he's worried that the Yidin is going to take hold of his thing, so he's very worried about it. That's all very good if you say that you need a serious, serious, serious rental situation. A guy is going to say, what, are you crazy? No way. I'm not doing that with you. You just need a shvacha zach, stam. We'll see in the Gemara what that means. But you need like a shvacha rental, Michael and Mema. So why, why would you not want to do it? Make a little guilt. What's the difference between them? What's a strong and what's a weak one? What a real one is, you're giving a puta. What a shvacha one is less than shavuta. What? Less than shavuta puta, it's not, a, it's not real? Of course it's real. You have to know. You're allowed to rent from a guy even less than a Shavaputa, even though less than a Shavaputa is a Shaila. By the way, this is not so posh because the Maisa, there's a Machoikis and the Achroinim. Is this everything? In other words, can you always be kind if I'm going less than a Shavaputa? Or maybe only over here? Anyway, right? a, 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 a guy, Ben Noyach, is killed for stealing even something less than a Shavaputa. 
Even though it's a neshava for us, it's not negaya. But when it comes to a goy, it is. We learn it in neshava. And you don't have to return it over here. So therefore, even less than neshava puta is chashuv. And therefore, less than that, when you rent it from him, would work. Elabriya b'moy harikei v'aborogane. We're talking about over here in a situation where you fill it with all sorts of furniture, benches and chairs. But a weak one, Baloi Maruke Barbogani. Now, so you don't actually fill it with anything. You just make the transaction. That's the difference. Okay, so I understand that the Goy will not want to make a very stark azah. You start filling up the whole place with all the benches and everything over there. And the man what does he care? What's the difference? No. Well, Maisa, we are worried that the guy is going to say, hold on a second, the Yid is doing all sorts of magical things over here. Right? Oh, what's going on over here? And therefore, he's not going to rent it out. And therefore, Maisa, the uh, Yid will basically want to move away because he won't be able to carry on Shabbos and it will be very inconvenient for him not to carry on the Chotzer. Right? In those days, carrying the Chotzer wasn't just nowadays carrying an Eruv outside the house. It was it was part of the Chedek of their living. They used to do things in the Chotzer. used to washing and cooking and all sorts of things over there. When you can't use the Chotzer, Pasha, it's not good. Too far. Right? We said the Chotzer of a goy. We, we said this a lot, if you remember, on Omar Aleph. I mean, we said this earlier, that we're going to explain it. Here we go. Right, you're allowed to go in and out. You've got one yid over there. That's it. You need two yidden over there. Basically, in that chotza, and they asa on each other. We turn the page by on base on mud base. One is when he's there, and one is when he's not there. It all depends if he's there on Shabbos or not. Right? Okay. What's If you hold. That if you have a Dira, but there's no one there. So it's considered to be Dira. So if you don't have a What's the difference? In the Goyish house, should Asa, they eat from carrying. The Ik Sabadi will blow by them. Loishmi Dira. But if you hold, that the Goy over there. That if you have heard that, that's, that's, the Goy owns something there, but it's not there, Abaisa. That it's not called a Dira. I feel it's from Namilo and So even a Yid as well. Imagine a Yid has got a house in the Chotz. He's away for Shabbos. He should also not Asa the Chotz. So what's Pshat? The Ramea says that if it's a Yiddish person over there, he Asa's there even when he's away. Loishmi Dira. When he's there, he asks it. Kilesa. When he's not there, goes to be rabbanu. Rabbanu came along and made a chazal takona that it still asks it. Avukhom and the chiyas gzeirah shema yimur ma'isov. No, when the guy is there, that's when the gzeirah was set up because the ma'isi maybe you'll learn from him. Kilesa also, and therefore when he's there, he asks it. Kilesa also. When he's not there, he doesn't ask anything because at the end of the day, doesn't restrict. Kilesa lo asaf at the gemara, and when he's not there, he doesn't have anything. But now the mishnah says, "Hamiyachaz beisa." Someone leaves his house. Goes, 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 goes for Shabbos to a different place. So how can this be? You see from here that what? Even if there's no one there, it does not restrict it. No, he's coming back on that day, and therefore it's different. Mishnas 
Right? It's mamash, it's pure, it's kavaldic, and that's what it is. But Omer Vudamashmul, Halachu Rebbe Maula Ori Bimokim Rabba. Are you allowed to paskin in front of your Rebbe? And also, are you allowed to say, Halachu Rebbe that Halachu is like Rebbe Lezabin Yaakov, right? In front of your Rebbe? Do we say such an, a, a, a posture thing in front of your Rebbe or not? That's the Shaila. Omalea, Fidu Basibukuta, even Halacha of if a person is allowed to eat egg with kutach, kutach is made from like the milk and bread things and everything else with that. All the life of Ravuna, which was his Rebbe, the Lord, he never ever passed even this Shaila. Very, very interesting. The Shulchan Aruch, by the way, in your days of Reishman, Beisif Dalas, brings down this halacha that you're not at the Paskin in front of your Rebbe. And he says there's a difference between if you're a real Talmud or you're not such a Talmud, right? Talmud Chava, what the Shulchan Aruch calls it, right? And he also brings as well if you're a Mamish in the same place or not. The Shvis Yaakov in Chere Beisim and Sabach Dalad brings a tshuva about a rov that quickly basically made a, made a psak that an animal was trefa and he criticized the rov for giving his ruling without researching the matter without, you know, even if it was seemed obvious to him. Now the Torah says we, we, we have Rachmanas on people's money and therefore you should have been a little bit more careful before you pass it so quickly that the animal was trefa not only that, he says, Chazal also a halachic ruling that you're not allowed to pass in front of your Rebbe, and therefore our Rebbe is for him, that you've got to consult the Sfarim. Very interesting. The Sefer Ye- Yosef Oymitz brings down the Shavis Yaakov, and he adds in uh, 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 something from Rebbe and Ibishitz that brings down that whenever a question isn't absolutely clear, you're always careful to look it inside. Because Osius Machimois, he says, right, the letters make a person wise. And that's why it's very important people can forget things. It's important to consult Svarim and all sorts of things before you bask in. Especially not in front of your Rebbe. Anyway, let's go back to Omele, Rebbe Yaakov, Rabbi Lebaya. You've got Megillah's Tainus, right? Megillah's Tainus, that's written and it's, it's available for everyone. Malu Uribas Rei. The Rabbi, I'm allowed to make a psak based on that. Omele, Hocham, Rebbe Yosef, Afidu, Basu, Bikuta. No, even such a small shaila of an egg in Kutach. Boimenei, Rebbe Chista, Kol, Shonidu, Rebbe Chista, all the time. He would never pass in such a shaila in that case over there, and because he never passed in that shaila, that's the reason. Because why? Because even if it was a simple shaila, it was such an easy one. At the end of the day, he wouldn't say why, because he was worried that his rebbe was there. And if his rebbe was there, then he would never even pass in. As I said before, from the Shvisiakov, that since Lamaisa nowadays anyway, we have svarim, so svarim are considered to be definitely a shaila of a rebbe, and therefore a person has to consult these things over there. Fine. We'll continue. Have a wonderful gabal